Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Everybody and welcome to season three, episode twenty-one of the Creative Exponent podcast. And I think Shauna's laughing because this is our first time that we're actually filming, recording the podcast to right. put on YouTube. Right. And we decided to do this approximately four and a half minutes ago, and I'm not wearing a stitch of makeup, and I've just run from like doctors. I'm sweating, so. Hello, world. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are in all our glory. But you know, and this is actually what we're talking about, is taking calculated risks. And I think that this, that kind of plays into it, that both of us, when we started our YouTube channels, it was like, well, I guess I'll just do this and turn the camera on. And with like kids screaming in the background, phones ringing. I remember you were like, your dad was leaving a message and you just left it recording and you're just standing there like, okay, come on. I think he left like four. I mean, he kept calling and leaving the, you know, on an old school (laughs) voicemail. So, yeah. So I, I mean, I think. You know, sometimes you just have to go with it. And I think that there is, um, I think it's almost an unfortunate thing that this whole world of sharing online has become such a polished professional thing. Me too. So that it's taken some of that like scrappiness and charm away from it, where Mm -hmm. it used to be really just like, here's me and my here I am yeah. camera and I'm just sharing what I'm doing right. and now it's become this you have to have a whole you know production company basically That's in right. your house and so which most of us do not have so no so that's not what we're doing so we're taking a, we've been talking about recording this for ages yeah so we just decided today's the day that's even right. though we're not you know, we're not, I'm all backlit. I've got the sun coming in back here. So see, now everybody's going to have to go watch the video right. and be like, okay, let's see what, what kind yeah, of, let's see Shauna's what kind of today. amateur hour we're dealing Jeez. with here. Okay. Well, we're here. That's all I know. We are. We're here. And so yes. this topic's actually one you suggested that has yeah. kind of been on your mind lately. You've written a podcast, uh, not podcast, you've written a blog post. post about it. And so- yeah. We're like, yeah, let's let's talk about it. Right, that's right. Um, so, on my blog, I write these uh, weekly word posts, and at first, I was sending them out to um, just the newsletter list, and then I just decided in the last two weeks, like, okay, these need to live permanently on the blog, and then you know, I'll do a roundup and send them out to the newsletter, but. Um, they always start with sort of a short quote and then a story, you know, that goes along with it. And, um, and this week's quote says, um, as often as you can, take the risk. Think, mm. plan, dream, decide, trust yourself, and jump. And, you know, and, and I sort of started, you know, writing the story. You know, I was just not a big risk taker as a kid. Like, I was a, a rule follower, certainly, um, I was afraid of most animals. <laughs> like, I was afraid of riding my bike too fast. I was really, for as sassy as I was, you know, in the mouth, like my outsides did not really match 
my insides. So, you know, but sometime in my 20s, and I'm not sure what happened, like, you know, I said it was just like I went on this very early pilgrimage to figure out who, you know, who I was. And by the time I finished teaching and coaching around 25, I just, something just clicked, you know, and I just became a risk taker. Now, not like a, I'm diving out of a plane risk taker or I'm, you know, just throwing every, you know, all caution to the wind, but I just started believing in myself for, for really no reason, <laughs> really no reason at all. <laughs> I just started thinking, I can do this. I can do this thing, whatever it is, you know, and, um, you know, that led to like, it's so weird, my career path, like when I start talking about it, but that led to me being in direct sales and that sort of, I look back and like selling all those home decor products all over like Alabama and Georgia and, you know, into Florida a little bit um, and like coaching other women. It's so funny looking back, like how that really did springboard the the love I had to create my home, you know, as it, as it was. And then of course, as we all know, like one day, one Christmas day in 2009, it, it pulled me to, to pull out my computer and write. And I jumped again, you know, and I feel like I haven't stopped jumping, you know, it Mm -hmm. just, I keep having these moments where there's a cliff and there's an edge and I can either just stand there and look at it and stay right where I am or, I can say, okay, <laughs> let's let's do it. Um, and you know, of course, that doesn't come without thinking and planning um, and calculating and and yeah. really being intentional. But but it also does not come with no risk. It comes with risk, you know. And it yeah. doesn't, you know. Which I'll let you speak to that first, and then I'll tell you why I think the root of why I feel comfortable doing that. So I'll stop rambling for a minute. (laughs) Your turn. Well, I think what's funny is, first of all, we both sold for that same home decor company. We Southern Living at Home. And we both, before we ever even knew each other, both sold for that company. So it's just really funny that that we both like went that direction. But before I just forget it, I'm going to read something that I saw today on Instagram. And I took a screenshot of it because, and it's so cool then that, that, we decided completely like last minute, like let's talk about calculated risks. Right. And I had screen, I'd taken this screenshot this morning about taking risks. And this was actually shared by Joanna Gaines on her Instagram stories. Uh-huh. And it's from the book um, To Bless the Space Between Us by mm-hmm. John O'Donohue. And okay. it says, this will be right up your alley. <laughs> May my... May my mind come alive today to the invisible geography that invites me to new frontiers, to break the dead shell of yesterdays, to risk being disturbed and changed. May I have the courage today to live the life that I would love, to postpone my dream no longer, but do at last what I came here for and waste my heart on fear no more. Holy crap. I know. I mean... Yeah, that makes me feel something in my bones, for sure. I'm like, okay, I'm buying the book, and I screenshotted it so I could buy the book. Is it screenshotted? Do you say screenshot it? I don't know. Who knows It's one of those, like, modern words that now you don't know what to do with to be grammatically correct. (laughs) 
It can't but anyway, be screenshotted. But I know. I think it's one of those. Like knows? it's like Goog- It's like Googled. Like right. what, do you do, what do you do with it now? I don't know. Anyway, just put it out there. <laughs> Hope yeah. for the best. <laughs> All the grammarians out there, please let us That's know right. what to do with, with that word when it's past tense. Please like you do. Did, you did it, not doing it. Okay. But oh. anyway, so, yeah. And, and I'm actually very, I think, very similar to you, not surprisingly, because we, yeah. it just, we just have so much in common, like, on the yeah. soul level. Yeah. And um, that... You know, I was like afraid to be at sleepovers. I was yeah. a little bit more of an anxious child with certain things, more like things yeah. that just felt felt uncertain. Yeah. But I was very outgoing. Mm-hmm. I was a total ham. I mean, I was on stage in front of hundreds of people when mm-hmm. I was nine nine years old, and yeah. um, was singing in public when I was five and I rode horses, which a lot of children are super into. And you did too. I did too, but I was terrified of them just to be clear. Oh, see, I I wasn't terrified of them. (laughs) I, I loved, I loved their Now I was scared of the ones that were like, Mm -hmm. they had a stallion who was pretty, pretty intense. (laughs) That I, I did just, not want to be. In general, did not you know be what around. was funny? I didn't. I didn't get afraid. <laughs> this is what's crazy. I didn't get afraid of riding them at all. Like that was totally cool. But leading them by like a lead line, sweat, yeah. nervous, can't do it. I mean, they're gonna clamor me to death. I'm, they're just gonna stomp me and leave me for dead in this barn, and no one will know. And I'll oh, be how here. That's funny. Most people, most people die falling off of horses, not right, exactly. just le- leading them to... So we also know. see that I was not a, a logical child. Not logical, well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, so I, I had a little bit of that too, but um, I, I have also been someone who is kind of willing to go for it, and yeah. I think that that comes from, and I've shared this before, I don't know if it's been here on the podcast, but definitely I've shared it on the blog and when people mm-hmm. ask me like, you know, how do you kind of get over just trying something new? And, mm-hmm. uh, my dad was in the army, so I was stationed, in, he yeah. was stationed overseas. And if you lived on a military base ever, you know, that especially overseas, that a part of that community is offering things for the wives and children to do. And I say yeah. wives, cause in yeah. large part, it was the men who were, this was in the eighties. Yeah. It was the men who were serving and, and women were, you know, yeah. their family was coming with them. It's... Oh, hi Ollie. Uh, <laughs> shot his dog. It's because so, all the children are coming home and they can see uh, them. And yeah. It's, it's exciting. It's an yeah. exciting time. You know, I used to edit out that, like the dog barks and stuff, and now I'm just like, you know what, it's fine. Everybody, anyone who has a dog knows exactly what I mean, they've been gone for eight hours, and it's been a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a lifetime. They're exciting. Yeah. So anyway, um, so they offer a lot of things to do, and I saw not only my mom trying to do things, but like she did framing and cross-stitching. Yeah tin punching and all this stuff, but she signed us up for a lot of different things. And so I did soccer and basketball and baseball and baton twirling and tap dancing and gymnastics. And I mean, just everything. And what it did is it gave me, I think, permission more than kids who are like kind of shoved into this is what you're, we're a baseball family. This is what you're going to do. Or you're a girl, so you're going to do ballet, and then the son's going to do football, or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. My parents just really let us 
try, try a bunch of different things and didn't say like, well, I don't think you'll be really great at basketball, Marion. I don't know if they're just like, yeah. well, well, we'll sign you up. And I was <laughs> terrible at it. It was awful. I was not good at we'll it. We'll see. <laughs> but, um, but I tried a lot of different things and I think yeah. that it gave me permission to try things and to mm-hmm. be okay with not being good at them or, yeah. Yeah. or to be okay with them liking them and, and continuing to do it. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that that, I would just insert there just to encourage you for parents with kids to allow mm-hmm. your kids to do that, to experience a yeah. lot of different, different things so that they have a chance to see what they like and what they're good at. Cause you never know yeah. if you never try. Yeah. No. Have you ever wondered, like, I wonder if I would have been like a really amazing yeah. fill in the blank. I think if, I would have been, started yeah, I when I, I was five. Been a and, great golfer. Great. <laughs> And I never tried. And I mean, I should have. I was encouraged to. I just didn't. And I think I would have been great at that and a great swimmer, like competitive swimmer. I can see that. I've got the legs for it. So anyway. You do, (laughs) Shauna's got some quads. Sometime we'll have to. (laughs) I've yelled out the window at her before, like, hey, quads. Yeah. She's got good legs. Makes me turn red even just now on the, Yeah. Yeah. But no, I totally, I totally feel the same way. And I, you know, I think for me, interestingly enough, when the time came like around 2012-ish after the blog had been, you know, established and it was growing and it came time to, you know, okay, what are we going to do with this? You know, and it was time to expand in some way. You know, and that turned into, you know, obviously opening the store. And then eventually there was another store and there was the online store. And I just, I jumped then. And then when, you know, you know what I'm saying? It just, the cliffs kept coming. The moments where, and I could always, and now I know when they're coming. I can feel it in my yeah. gut. I can feel it. You can like, see the horizon. That's like this right. Is- This is a drop off. This is not. (laughs) We are no longer on a flat path and I'm about to have to make a decision, you know, about which way I'm going to go. And, you know, it's just interesting. I know we're both in places like that right now. And so I think that for me, and as I was writing, it kind of came to me. I don't think that's out of arrogance or or no intention or like serious thought and decision-making and planning. That's definitely a part of it. It's just that and I know that I'll fail, you know, half the time at least, um, you know, but I just think that I've done it enough that now I know I will catch myself, you know, mm, I, I yeah. will catch myself. No matter what happens, I'm not going to take such a risk that I can't catch myself and land sort of softly. And like, I'm a safe place to be. So if I've got me, I'm all right, you know? Um, yeah. And so I'll jump and I'll keep doing it when it's time, you know? Yeah. And well, and I want to say, I think, I think, cause I've done that as well, like really taking steps with starting my business and mm-hmm. then starting a milk paint line and then, mm-hmm. you know, and then selling the milk paint line. Big and jumps. Then, so I think, yeah. yeah. So I think, um, the risks aren't always about going bigger and mm-hmm. like putting more money out. And is sometimes it really is about, Letting Stopping go something. Yeah, yeah. Or letting letting go. It there are so many kinds of risks that you can take. I think even just trying something new or a little yeah. different can feel risky. Totally. So 
I just want to clarify that so people mm-hmm. are thinking about, you know, maybe their own kind of cliffs or risks mm-hmm. that are approaching yeah. that it's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be big things and it also doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like risking. A hundred thousand dollar investment. No. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like a huge financial thing. So many of the risks I took had not very much to do with money and right. more to do with um, just kind of the direction I was heading. And of yep. course my income was going to be tied to that, but mm-hmm. I knew that like you said, like it, it, I was going to be okay. I never yeah. risked anything to where it's like, if this doesn't work, um, we can't eat and we're going to lose our house. Right. Like we never, right. because that and is I not would, risk. That's idiocy. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like just not being, that's not, not being thing. wise. Yeah. 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 So no. that, that's the kind of risk that we're talking about is those mm-hmm. risks of, yeah. you know, should I or shouldn't I or the fork in the road kind of thing, which direction should I go? Mm-hmm. And you, you'll probably be fine either way. And it's, it's mm-hmm. more a matter of like, like what I was just reading um, yeah. from, what was it, John O'Donohue, that um, it, it's mm-hmm. about um, building that life you love. Mm-hmm. And I think editing your life. Yes, and chasing that. Like only yeah. that, yeah. you know, uh, and being okay, yes, with editing. And with, you know, it was funny. We did a, at the retreat um, this last week, we did sort of a what's serving you, what's draining you. And mm-hmm. um, it was funny what made it on both of my lists was margin and no margin. So <laughs> it serves me to have some margin. And if, it, if I don't have it, it is absolutely going to drain me. I cannot function in a day where there is no space to stop and think. You know, like I, I think, too, as a writer, um, you know, whether you're using that as a, as a blog or you're just you know, you're writing books or what, however you're, you know, what medium you're using as a documenter of life, you know, photography, art, writing, you have to have some space to think, or you're not really connected to the thing that you are, that then you're able to paint this picture, whether it's with words or actual, you know, brush strokes or um, you know, with your lens, I mean, all those, all those things, you got to have a minute for margin. And I think that sometimes the risks are what can give me more margin, but maybe I lose a little bit of income for a minute or how can I, you know, um, how can I say no to this commitment that I love, but it's just the right thing for me right now, you know? Um, which goes back to all those deep things like people pleasing and um, trying to take care of everyone else and not sticking to sort of that philosophy of really chasing and and building a life that you love and editing it down constantly, you know? Well, and even just, um, and I know it's like a buzzword and it's used as like a funny thing of like, well, you just don't want to be the one sitting at home. But FOMO, I think is a real thing is when it comes to like, um, creativity and business, especially when you're, we're in this world where you're constantly seeing what other people are doing, it can very easily make you feel like you're, you know, well, I, I can't give this up. What about the income earning potential? Mm -hmm. Or what about, this is what everybody else is doing. This is where we're all going. If I don't go there, am I going to miss out on something? So I think there can be so many things that, that, you know, play into, that, but I think what's mm-hmm. also po- important to note is that 
there is risk. Like, I think we, we think in terms of, well, if I do this, it's a big risk. Mm-hmm. But it's a risk also if you don't do it. That's right. It's, it's a risk either way. It's yeah. just what... Like Which that risk saying, are you that saying, to like take? choose your choose your hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you want it to be hard dieting, or do you want it to be hard when, like, right. you're having trouble moving because you're out of shape and, right. you know, all of that. So, what, which way do you want to go? Do you want to be yeah. healthy and fit, or do you want to be, you know, out yeah. of shape and yeah. so, so you kind of choose what what your risk is going to be. Yeah. And I think that that's very true when it comes to the kind yeah. of risks that we're talking about. That there are going to yeah. be risks either way, and you need to choose well do I want to risk losing out on an opportunity, Mm -hmm. which maybe sometimes you do definitely that can be a part of the editing or do I want to risk not doing this thing Mm -hmm. that absolutely is so exciting to me. I can hardly like fall asleep at night because I'm so excited Mm -hmm. at the thought of it. It's like, we need to pay attention to those things, even if they seem crazy, unconventional, like not that this is not the normal, like, sane career path or whatever. Yeah, I would, I would <laughs> like, venture to say most in my life have, have thought that at one <laughs> or 1,200 times. <laughs> so. Well, we both, I will tell you, yeah. if you're not in a creative business, just get ready to have a hard time explaining to insurance companies what you do. Right. Explaining to, um, I'm trying to think of what other scenario, banks, like when Family. you're trying to open a <laughs> bank account Everyone. for your business. Yeah. <laughs> like making a business card. Like what do you put on your business card? Because yep. you do writing and photography and painting and yeah. you sell antiques, you refinish furniture, you do a yep. podcast. Like what it's do you put on your business card? Mess. Yeah. Yep. So get ready to be very frustrated, to really frustrate people who are trying to put you in right. one specific category and just, just know that that's going to Yeah. Just be, be okay thing. with that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Embrace it. I would also suggest like two different business cards. One for for people who are a little more with it, with the arts and that world, and then maybe one that's for the bank. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Yeah, um, for the bank, you're like a retailer or that's a right. designer that's right. or whatever. And that's then right. for, I own you know, my own business. Yeah, I for the creatives, things. you're you're a <laughs> right. paint enthusiast, which that's, that's right. what it says says right. on my business card. <laughs> yep, you gotta you gotta be wise with that language for sure. Man, my hair looks great. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed you look great with no makeup on. I wouldn't have guessed that. Well, you didn't have any makeup on. Nope, not a well, maybe leftover mascara from a little last leftovers. Night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No. I wasn't planning on being on camera, either, no. but you know, no. again, whatever we're with whatever. It. No, uh, I just so would anyway, encourage yeah. you to 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 if if you have a hard time as you approach risks, whatever those are, whether that's sitting something down or picking something up or changing yeah. directions, you know, or if it is a, a bigger a bigger move, you know, if you're having a hard time with that, you know, I think we would both encourage you to think about. Ask yourself why. Why is that a repetitive pattern? You know, is it because those are the wrong opportunities or is it because there's just some serious like built-in self-doubt? You know, which which mm-hmm. one is it? Which voice, um, you know, is it the ego telling you that you can't, you know, and like we've said before, like the mind can only take you to those experiences you've had before, 
um, its job is to protect you, and that's why it needs your dang soul so much, you know, to balance that out so that you can have hope and you can pursue new things and you can believe that that some things will work out, you know. Um, so, yeah, I would just, I would encourage you to, to ask why, you know, is it, oh, and just speaking of that, I'm going to shout out Michael here, inspired by Charm Michael. He said that on the podcast that I, and he's not the first human who has said this to me, by the way, that I pronounce the H's in why and while so much. He says that every time that I say, why do we do this? Yeah. He just Why? tackles. <laughs> and so for all of you out there listening, apparently I have a problem there. I apologize for the extra H sound. So anyway. Well, I, it's an Alabama thing. You it must be. You're definitely an Alabama girl. I sure am. It's just sure no am. doubt. But yeah, I would encourage you to ask that question. You know, figure out, is it really because those are not the right opportunities and you're making the right choice by not taking that risk or is it just fear and doubt that constantly plagues you you know yeah and and ask the question what's the worst thing that can happen if I take this risk and I fail what really what am I out you know Um, and sometimes those answers are it's too it's too big you know and it's not the right it's not the right opportunity but often it's like our pride you know or um Maybe a miss, like you said, fear of missing out, missed opportunity or a different direction we could have gone instead. Or So, yeah, it's important yeah. to ask those questions. So. I've heard of an exercise that I really love. And I actually I started doing it a couple years ago and then I haven't kept up with it. So I may have mm-hmm. to pick it up again. But um, I think it might have been from Todd Henry of uh-huh. The Accidental Creative. He has a wonderful podcast mm-hmm. and um, that I listen to sometimes on my walks. And. I think it was him. It could have been somebody else, yeah. but let's just we'll just pretend we'll it's pretend. him. We're again we're we're stellar at making sure we have all of our reference ducks in a row. And That's right. This is just a, the latest it's, example. It's really important. But it it comes to mind. So he he had this exercise where. Um, he kept a captain's log, mm-hmm. and and maybe it was someone he was interviewing who mm-hmm. said this. But anyway, keeping a captain's log, and yeah. so the. The history behind a captain's log is that when a captain is running a ship, he would write down everything that happened, what the weather was like, what decisions he made, what happened with the crew, anything that was of even, you know, mild significance. Maybe you don't know it's significant then, but, Mm -hmm. you know, just making a note of it. Somebody somebody was sick. This is what Mm -hmm. was for dinner, whatever. And what that does is it keeps a log of decisions and Mm -hmm. they're able to see in hindsight what these decisions led to. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a record and we really don't think about that these days, but keeping Mm -hmm. a captain's log of what decisions we make. Yeah. um, And then, and then later revisit it and how Mm -hmm. did it, play out where did that navigation lead me yeah and they were using it as an example of a great exercise to sort of build up that trust in yourself if you don't have a lot of trust in yourself that you can start to see like okay I I took the risk to share on Instagram and Mm -hmm. I ended up getting you know 
a few comments. Mm-hmm. I ended up selling something. I connected yeah. with people who I'm excited that now I know yeah. were kindred spirits. Like, and, yeah. and writing out kind of the results of those calculated risks. And I think that that could be really valuable. Yeah. I think you and I kind of have remembered some of those, but I'm sure there mm-hmm. are so many that really were big oh, yeah. turning points that we have just forgotten and didn't, didn't make a note of. But anyway, yeah. I would encourage that as a good exercise anyway, but especially if you have a hard time trusting yourself in those That's decisions right. to start keeping yeah. the record. And I think seeing like, okay, I... You know, mm-hmm. some good has come out of my decisions, and I can start trusting myself with some bigger moves now, whether it's right. dropping something or picking something up or maybe a combination yep. of both. Yep. Um, and I think another th- thing that I shared <clears throat> actually today on my blog that I think is a part of risk-taking is investing in yourself. Yeah. And for me, I think the way I was using as an, it as an example in my blog is – with a charcoal box that mm. I bought. And actually, oh, because we're on video, I can show you. <laughs> if I can reach it. Oh. Okay, that's going to be such a flattering angle. That's right. I'm like pulled back like this. Beautiful. So if you're on the podcast, you'll have to either go to my blog or Instagram, mm-hmm. you'll see it. But it's this antique yep. charcoal box that has a thumb hole so you can use it as a palette. It's just the coolest thing. It's from the mid 1800s and it has all of the original little bits like this French charcoal in this glass vial with a little cork stopper I mean it's just amazing and here's the thing about the charcoal box and the reason why I used it as an example is because Mm -hmm. first of all I just wanted to take pictures of it and be able to like share it and write about it (laughs) but why I also shared it is because charcoal is not my strength it's like messy it's hard to control I don't like Mm -hmm. getting it all over the place I get worried about like inhaling the dust is there some you know is it toxic and I'm just a little weird about that kind of thing anyway so charcoal has never really been my favorite but it is something that I feel drawn to I think it's just so beautiful when it's done well Mm. And there's a part of me that recognizes it's good for me to work in an artistic capacity where I'm out of control a little bit more so that it, you know, it's more of a collaboration between me and the art supplies. And so it kind of loosens me up a bit. So this charcoal box I saw as an investment in what I want to be, I don't feel like I'm worthy of such a beautiful antique charcoal box. Like there are Mm -hmm. really amazing charcoal artists out there who Mm -hmm. should have this box. Yeah. But I want to become worthy of it. I want to rise to the occasion. And so right as soon as I bought it, I pulled out my notebook and Mm -hmm. I did a still life in charcoals. Yeah. And, um, and so that's something I'm going to purpose to do. And so I think mm-hmm. when you invest in a nice camera, a computer, yeah. you invest in the software program to mm-hmm. start a blog, whatever it is, a sewing yeah. machine, a, you know, just whatever it is that mm-hmm. you invest in. Maybe it's a book or yeah. several books or a lot of books. A lot of books <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> for some of us. Um you know, it could be anything, but you, you take that, you, instead of saying like, well, I'm not good enough for Mm -hmm. these tools saying, well, I'm not good enough yet, but 
these tools are a part of that process of becoming good, becoming good enough. Yeah. And I see that as like one of those first kind of baby step risks Mm -hmm. you can take is buy the best, you best tool or material that you can get within your budget and allow yeah. that to kind of propel you forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we can't become if we don't do. You know, we have to, we have to. <laughs> that is a t-shirt if ever, <laughs> if ever I heard one. <laughs> we cannot become if we don't do. We can't. It sounds like know? something con- Confucius said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but, you know, we Confucius can't. Confucius and Shauna. Right, me. Shauna Parker. <laughs> right. We can't, you know, we can't become more and see more and change and grow and adapt if we're just afraid to do or to try, you know, just like you just said, you know, you've got to start somewhere. It's like that Van Gogh quote that we love so much Mm -hmm. that if you have a voice that tells you you cannot paint, then by all means paint and that voice will be silenced. Just by doing it, it will, it will silence those things. So a few things about risk, keep a log. Yep. Invest in yourself. Yep. And do we have a third point to round that out? Just be, be, believe you can catch yourself if it doesn't work out. Yeah. That, the, that the failing or the missed opportunity is not going to kill you. And that's what we mean by calculated, right? So we're yeah. including that in there, you know. Um, yeah. Believe, believe in yourself. Jump every now and then. Yeah. Jump, I think that's... Jump. I know. <laughs> No, but really, jump. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And it's It's been, isn't it interesting how when you're thinking about risk, how you start to, like, little breadcrumbs start to kind of Mm -hmm. um, fall and and lead you? Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of interesting. It is. I felt that way about the screenshot I took today and then the fact that you brought up the topic that it's just like, all those little synchronicities. Let's talk about risk. Let's talk a little more about risk. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Totally. So we have another cool thing about sharing on video is that we can actually then show the creative contraption. So if people are like, I've got to see it. What are they talking about? Then you can go on YouTube and check it out. I had to actually ask if we have a YouTube channel. And I think that we do. I think we do. If not, we'll share it to our own. You know, I'm not sure. I think we do. I think we do. But we'll... We'll link it somewhere. We'll, we'll share figure it. it out. You'll find us. <laughs> oh, so at the creative retreat, I actually went in this cool store in Seaside, and it's called The Art of Simple. I don't know if they sell products online, but you should look it up and see. But it's one of my favorite stores. It's very like, if you've ever been here, Fish's Eddie meets um, a papery, you know, kind of shop or like a... I don't know, but then they have vintage pieces. So, like, I almost bought this vintage clock that, you know, for the wall. So, it's just this cool, quirky, it's awesome. It may be a that's chain. Like the kind, that's no like idea. the kind of shop that I want to have. Oh, yeah, me too. Just um, like art supplies, books, yes, antique stuff. Lots of books in there. Cool, just cool china and quirky, like painted stuff. Oh, anyway, yeah. it was awesome. So, I limited myself to basically a seller that I could use for pigment, which is beautiful and I can share later. It's technically a salt seller, um, a bath bomb, and these pencils. A bath <laughs> so, bomb. Yeah, I was like, like I'm margin, getting one of those. Self-care, yeah. Right, I'm getting one of those <laughs> nice-smelling bath bombs if it's the last thing I do. Um, okay, so these, here, so you can see. 
All right, these are so old they're kind school. of shades of well, let's pink, open dark it up. Pinks yes, they are. It's by Design Works Inc., which we have actually shared a lot of their notebooks before because we like how flat the pages lay. But let's see what the, I think. It's that, a box of pencils. It is a box of pencils. They're like mustards and rose golds and white, and then like a. But they're technically they're all just regular lead, so they're not colored pencils. They're just yeah pretty yeah. But this one says "Son of a Biscuit" on it. This one says "Gosh darn it, dang it all so the they're, heck." They're old school swear words. That's so this right. is like H E double hockey sticks, right? <laughs> Kiss my grits. And finally, what the fudge? <laughs> Serious, twice Where? I was like, are we going to have to bleep for the no, first time ever? I don't, th- I don't think so. <laughs> no, but they we do don't come in a, great, in a great pack. But actually, two of them are carpenter pencils, which I love for sketching. Um, the yeah, flat ones, too. you know, I really do. Yep. So, And yeah. they have a ruler on the back. How handy is that? That is cool. Yeah. Just a thoughtful little set. Yes. That would be a fun gift. Yeah. A fun like stocking stuffery kind of thing for people who. And I know you can get their stuff all on, you know, online. They have, you know, tons of, I mean, I bet they even sell these on Amazon um, because they They have. They sell everything on Amazon. Yeah. They have, I mean, they have tons of pencils and pens and notebooks and so yeah I love I just love this brand I've never had a product from them I don't like so and these are of course pretty for taking pictures as we tend to do so it's like everything has to function and be a photo prop it's like very high standards for things it's like is my dish brush photogenic okay then no we're right. gonna we're gonna get another dish brush. That's, right. that's, that's how right. we think. Yeah. So anyway, that's, right. that's the creative contraption. Yeah. So I don't know what we're talking about next time. We've really been, if you haven't noticed, this whole um, season, second half mm-hmm. of the third season has been like we're winging let's, it. Let's just fly by the seat of our pants yeah. and and go with it. But we can do that when we like we don't have sponsors still. That's right. We, that's we right. just which you know we're we're open to it if you'd like to sponsor. <laughs> If you'd like to sponsor Drop us the Creative line. Exponent <laughs> podcast, you just say, "Hey, I'd like to sponsor your podcast," and then right. we'll talk about we'll talk. We'll about be that. all over it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but we That's really awesome. do this because I think, and that is an interesting question because we're both very profit-minded people, but yet we've continued. Yeah. We're in the third season of this, and we don't make any money off of it. But yeah. I think we do this because we love the conversations. Yeah. We, we know that it's it's been resonating yeah. with people. And, um, and I feel like there just needs to be a little bit of an anti-hustle kind of voice out there in creative business. Um, there are some great ones, definitely like Seth Godin, the practice that we have been reading I mean, there's some really, really good ones out there, but I think that the hustle voices are kind of the ones that are, are magnified right now. And we, we want to be anti that and talk about your, your process um, and your life and yeah. Your joy and all that stuff that yeah, comes with it. Yeah, creating without that angst and yep. pressure and all of the all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what we're about. That's what we're here to do. So you yes. can go check out the video now then on YouTube, mm-hmm. and um, and we'll be back next week with who knows what. You'll just have to come join <laughs> us see. and find out. So we'll see you next time, <laughs> and you'll hear us next time. That's right. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent Podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. 
And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. 